Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Friday, December 10, 2021. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new. What's up, everyone? Happy Friday. What's going on? How come you only released today? Well, actually, for a fun, fun, all not so fun story, guys and girls, I actually recorded a podcast uh, on Wednesday, but it turns out that the microphone to my webcam was plugged in the whole time. So there we have it. It was a waste. I wasted like 40 minutes. I didn't sound check like a noob. Uh, so I wasted 40 minutes of my time. I didn't want to upload it, even though, you know, it's, you can still listen to it, but just the audio is not very good. And I don't want to do that to you guys. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's the story of why I didn't upload twice this week, as I promised I would, since I'm not working anymore, right? Anyway, uh, what's going on, guys? Huh? What's new with you? I have done not much since I left my work, which is a good thing, right? I'm not, I'm not complaining, but I do have some updates in life. So, uh, on Wednesday earlier this week, I recorded a podcast. Well, I was invited to be on a podcast uh, by my friend Kara Erigel, who you might know her podcast after 30s for old people like you and me. So if you like to figure out about, you know, what it's like after 30, <laughs> no, go listen to Kara Erigel's podcast after 30 with Kara Erigel. It's, um, yeah, we just talked about, well, mostly it was about me resigning, but about kind of figuring out things along the way and why we're better today than we were yesterday i'd like to think it was it was a it was a fun conversation so do check that out i don't know when it's dropping i'll probably update you guys on here again when it does but that's that's what's new in terms of content that i put out i haven't uploaded anything on instagram i haven't made any youtube videos yet i told you guys i'm gonna take a long break before i do any of that so it's it's uh basically podcast stuff until now uh, we didn't record Halala either. <laughs> so we're literally, I, I left my job and I haven't given you guys much, but I'm going to record today on this podcast. Let you know what's, go- what's up. Okay. So first things first, don't worry. This is spoiler free, but I did watch for the first time, uh, in a movie theater here in the Philippines. Uh, you know, if you're listening abroad, they finally opened up movie theaters lately. And, uh, this is my first time back in the theaters. I'm kind of, I'm uh, not bummed, but I should not have, because Robinson's Galleria, it's so close to me. It's literally across the street from me. But their, their theater, even pre-pandemic, their, the bulbs on their projectors are so garbage. Like, not good. Uh, so maybe next time I'll opt to go, cause I would rather do like, you know, like IMAX or Director's Club or something, but maybe I'll opt to go to maybe SM Mega Mall or something. But I got to watch Eternals, first movie back. From, you know, pandemic era is the Eternal Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I won't spoil Eternals, but I actually really enjoyed it. it you know, I see reviews on it. Uh, it's, it's pretty 50-50 from people. It's like night and day. Some people really liked it. Some people really fucking hated it. So for me, I really, really actually enjoyed the movie. I think the effects are cool. The fight scenes were dope. Uh, I like the characters. I cared about, you know, most of them because there's a grip of them, right? In Eternals, there's so many of them. I think there's, I can't even count, maybe like six or seven of them. And it makes you care about, well, most of them. Some of them, one, there's a couple, actually there's only really one I don't, I don't really like. 
Uh, but I won't spoil it for you guys. But it was enjoyable. There's a you know a bunch of plot holes and stuff, stuff that maybe will be expanded on uh, later. But it was really good. Gemma Chan, right? That's her name. She's she's like the main character. She's she's super babe in this movie. Uh, I, I think what's in, there's this a uh, guy, this this like Irish guy who plays this this character named Druig, who I actually also really liked in the film. And of course, there's Kumail Nanjiani, who you might if you watch Silicon Valley, like I did, all five or four seasons, and you'll see him in a role. And it's weird because you know he if you if you follow what happened, like he got really buff. For the movie, but I'll just, I mean, maybe this might be a spoiler. He doesn't take off his shirt at all. You just see his his arms. So he could have just done arms day. I think it would have been good. <laughs> but Eternals, I really enjoyed it. So I won't spoil it on this episode. But if you've watched it, let me know what you think. Or if you want me to do a spoiler-filled episode, you know, next week or two weeks from now, once you guys have taken the time to see it, if, you, if you're comfortable going to the theater, then let me know. Because I really enjoyed Eternals. I actually enjoyed it more than Shang-Chi. And Shang-Chi was pretty good. So that's just me speaking. What else did I watch this week? Um, here I wrote it down so I wouldn't be fumbling over my words. I watch. Well, one thing I did just recently watch on YouTube is the latest episode of actually the season finale of Hot Ones. So if you ever watch Hot Ones with Sean Evans, he just interviewed Tom Holland. And it was so good. You know, Tom Holland, for me, is one of the guys that I have binge-watched almost all of his interviews just simply because I really like the way he interviews. He is so, for me, seems so down-to-earth. And it seems like just the the kind of guy that you would like to, like, listen to. <laughs> Him, Jake Gyllenhaal, and they did a great interview together, too. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, I enjoy watching his interviews. Uh, I also enjoy watching Cersei Ronan. Sorshi, Sorshi Ronan. I don't know how to say her name. I like watching her interviews. Uh, I used to like watching Jennifer Lawrence's interviews. I haven't seen uh, those in a few minutes or a few in a while, but I used to enjoy watching her interviews and Naomi Osaka. Those are like the ones that I I feel like I've seen every single one of their interviews just because I love the way they interact with the with the um, interviewer. So yeah, hot ones with Tom Holland. I just watched that today. It's like thirty minutes long. It's a good way to pass the time. They call those meal time videos. There's a subreddit on Reddit called reddit.com slash r slash mealtime videos. They're like videos that are perfect for a meal. So if you ever want to watch a YouTube video that is 20 to 30 minutes long for your lunch break, uh, go check out that subreddit. So yeah, Hot Ones, that was good. What else did I watch? Uh, I watched, I tried to watch this movie on Netflix. It's like a horror thriller mindfuck movie from Thailand called The Whole Truth. And The Whole is spelled W-H-O-L-E. Although the story is about a literal hole in the wall. It's such a weird... Like, I fell asleep halfway. It was so boring. Uh, <laughs> so I would not recommend that. But it maybe maybe just because I didn't really stay until stay awake until the really, really good parts, maybe. But I, I did not like that movie at all. So there's that. What else did I... Oh, I, I, I am... This one also spoiler-free. But I am now caught up on Hawkeye. So I'm on... I finished episode four. I just started today, so I finished episode one, two, three, and four in, in one sitting. And the next two episodes, you know, episode five and six are the last two. And I really enjoy it. It's it's easy to follow, unlike the fucking Loki, right? Because, you know, I like Loki, but up until now, if you ask me what the hell happened in Loki, I cannot explain it to you. Like, I could probably give you a rough, you know, a rough description and I can get kind of explain to you the ending. But if you ask me what happened in between like episodes one and three, I probably wouldn't be able to tell you. 
And like the whole with the whole all the Loki versus, you know, all the Lokis, you know, I, I, it's fucking confusing. <laughs> Hawkeye so far is my favorite out of all the Disney Plus shows. You know, WandaVision was great. I just felt I felt the ending fell flat. Falcon Winter Soldier is cool. Uh, Loki also okay, but Hawkeye for me, cause I love Hawkeye. I think out of all the main, out of all the characters, like the main, you know, so Falcon, Wanda, Loki, and Hawkeye. Hawkeye is my favorite out of the four in general. So maybe that's why. Maybe I'm just biased. But I just, I love the interaction between him and Haley Steinfeld, who plays Kate Bishop. I like how it's a simple storyline. I like how it's set during the Christmas time. So it's, you know, it gives you Christmassy feels. I think their chemistry is so good. See Hawkeye and uh, Kate Bishop. And I am genuinely invested in the the story, even though it's not like, you know, multiverse level or WandaVision, you know, the whole world is affected kind of levels. Uh, it, it's really just an isolated story involving, well, so far, huh? Involving Hawkeye and maybe his the demons of his past. <laughs> wink, wink. So yeah, I highly recommend it. Go watch it. Let me know if you are watching it and what you, what, uh, not a spoiler here, but okay, I guess, okay. Mini, mini, mini spoiler. If you watch the show, do you guys, who do you think the watch belongs to? That's it. That's all I'm going to say. It's not really much of a spoiler if you haven't seen it, but if you have seen it, can you give me any guesses? Cause I, I am, I am, uh, I want to know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that, that's, that's pretty much what I've been watching all week. Uh, I've been on the new Call of Duty Warzone map called Caldera. It, I don't want to bore you guys with that too much, but mm, it's okay. I think there's too many hills like in the middle of the map, but we'll have to wait and see. I mean, I don't know the map like I do the old map, so maybe that's why I'm a little bit biased towards the old map. But just something about it feels a little bit off, but I'm uh, not complaining too much. It's still enjoyable. It was fun. We, I got my first win, my first game on the new map. I got my first win. So I kind of cleared that out of the way. So maybe that's why. Maybe because I won already. I don't feel the competitive drive to like keep playing it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's, that's also new in the world of video games. I rewatch a few movies this week. Cool Runnings. If you haven't seen Cool Runnings on Disney Plus. Uh, but go check it out. It's about the Jamaican bobsled team. I'm surprised how many people I know who have not actually watched Cool Run. Cause I thought that was something that everyone watched as a kid. Maybe it was just me, but I am genuinely, like, I genuinely vouch for that movie. It's one of the best, most feel good movies. It's, it's, uh, it's, I find it super funny. Like, I think the comedy aged well, you know, it, it's, it, it is still very relatable and humorous in this day and age. So if you can somehow find a copy, whether on Disney Plus using uh, NordVPN or, you know, any other way, <laughs> go watch Cool Runnings. And I also, I forgot, I forgot to mention, I also watched earlier today uh, because I, I haven't seen the movie in full. I, I watched it in bits and pieces, but I never really took the time to sit down and watch it all, the whole way through. Cloverfield, the first Cloverfield, because I watched the, ironically, I watched the sequel, you know, 10 Cloverfield Lane and the Cloverfield, like whatever paradox on netflix i watched those two already in full and i really enjoyed the second one the third one is eh, whatever but the first one was was you know i never really watched it in full until today so it's it's the it's in the style of lost cam footage so some similar movies might be like blair witch project i guess let me take a look at lost lost cam footage movies because there's there there are a few of those that i really enjoy uh, some of them make me a little bit dizzy. I think Cloverfield will kind of make you a little bit dizzy if you're not, uh, you know, if you're not ready for that. Uh, 
what's that movie that I really enjoyed? The one with, with Michael B. Jordan and the kid that plays Green Goblin in, or is it Green Goblin? In, uh, in Amazing Spider-Man. What the fuck's the name of that movie? Hold on, I gotta look it up. Michael B. Jordan lost cam footage movie. Uh, it's called Chronicle. Yeah, Chronicle. That movie's really good. Go check out Chronicle. Thoroughly enjoyed that movie as well. But yeah, Cloverfield. I really liked it. I mean, it, it, I remember watching it in bits and pieces, like I said. And I remember how kind of, I was like, this is not very clear. But I think, because this movie came out in 2008. So it was, it was before I graduated high school. And I remember at the time, I was, I was pirating movies. And I think I might have got like a shitty quality one. And maybe that's why I, I didn't enjoy it so much. Or maybe that's why I didn't watch it all the way through. So, yeah, Cloverfield is actually very, very, out of the three movies, it's actually probably the best one. The second one's good, but it's not lost cam footage. It's a movie movie. And that one stars, um, I think John Goodman and what's her name? Ramona, Ramona, Ramona Flowers from, from, uh, I always forget her name. Mary Elizabeth Winston. I think that's, I think she's in that movie. So yeah, I'm looking right now on YouTube or sorry, on Google top lost or found footage. Is it sorry? Not lost footage. Found footage is the term. So let's go through this list. Let's let me see what I've seen. So 35 best found footage horror movies. Okay. Let me actually, I don't want just, is it just horror? It's probably mostly horror, right? Like why would I watch a found footage? Well, I guess Chronicle wasn't horror. That was more of like a drama, but there's always an element of like, you know, something dramatic. There's no like comedy found footage. I'm sure. Is there? Okay. So let's look at this list. The number one is Creep. I've actually seen this one. I've seen Creep. It stars the guy from, uh, if you've ever seen Safety Not Guaranteed, but I, I watched this show, one of the funniest comedies to me. But I don't know if it's, you don't have to be into American football because I'm not, definitely not. But if you don't grow up in the States, I don't know if it would be relatable because it's related to fantasy football. But it's called The League. And that for me is one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. Uh, but it starts the guy in that. See, Mark Duplass or Duplass? Duplass? I don't know. Uh, Creep, which is actually, actually pretty good. It's just a little bit slow at the start. But later on, it, it does get creepier. So number one is Creep. Lake Mungo. Never seen this. Blair Witch Project. You know, Blair Witch Project, I haven't, re- it's the same thing with Cloverfield. Like, I feel like I, I haven't really seen it, like, completely in one sitting besides bits and pieces. So I might have to rewatch that. Number four, Paranormal. Okay, I get it. Number five, Hell House LLC. I have never heard of these. I'm not a big fan of horror stuff. Number six is Rec, R-E-C, which I also hear good things about. I can't bring myself to watch it. It's too scary. Uh, number seven is a Korean movie called Gone Jam Haunted Asylum. I'm not going to go through the whole list. Let me just see what I've watched here. Unfriended. You know, Unfriended, I haven't seen the first one. But the second Unfriended was actually very good. Like Unfriended Dark Web. I think it's on Netflix still. I actually really enjoyed that movie. It was, there was some, there was some very creative deaths in that film. Uh, it is a bleak ending though, but what can you expect? Ah, uh, okay. So Cloverfield's on here. As Above, So Below. Uh, I think I talked about that. Eh, whatever. VHS, never seen it. Creep 2, I never saw. The sequel to Creep. Paranormal, it's mostly, yeah. Yeah, it's mostly like paranormal. Yeah, yeah. That that I think that's uh that's it here for found footage horror movies. I'm trying to find like non horror movies. 
so like I mentioned, uh, the one from 2012. I forgot the name again. Shit, what's it called? Michael B. Jordan Lost Camphlet. Chronicle. That is a very forgettable name. But Chronicle, pretty good movie. Mm, I'm looking here on Wikipedia. Is there anything else? Nah, I'm not going through this. But yeah, I highly recommend watching uh, Cloverfield. It's not on Netflix, so however you want to procure that, it's up to you. <laughs> All right, what else did I want to talk about today? Mm, okay, so am I, I, I told you guys I recorded on Tuesday. And I actually went through a whole bunch of shit, and it, it's not really playable. So I, I figured I might as well talk about it again. But so I was doing today I learned on Reddit and I saw something about Yoko Ono and like John Lennon's son. I forgot his son's name. But apparently like Yoko Ono wouldn't give John Lennon's son like some letters that his father wrote to him. And I went down this deep dive of Yoko Ono is why people dislike her. And I found out so much. Like I, I didn't know like, well, I didn't know that she was kind of a bitch. <laughs> I, I did not know that John Lennon actually left someone for Yoko Ono. And then, like, I also didn't know that when Yoko Ono and John Lennon actually broke up for a little bit and John Lennon dated, like, another Asian girl who I think worked for them. Anyway, I'm not going to go through that whole thing, but that's kind of... I just wanted to say that I talked about it for, like, 30 minutes and it went away, so I, I feel like I just had to mention it right now. Okay, let's go and write it. Let's find some shit to talk about. Mm, oh, actually, I screenshotted some stuff. Because we didn't record Hala Hala, so I might as well talk about some of the stuff. So Cardi B apparently has been promoted to Playboy head, I uh, know, creative director. Let me see if that's true or not. I just saw it on, on, uh, mm-mm. okay, here we go. Hip, hip hop megastar Cardi B wants to bring back the old Playboy as its new creative director. Hmm. Hip-hop megastar Cardi B expands her ever-growing entertainment empire. She became the first ever creative director in residence for the Playboy brand. So what exactly do you do as creative director of Playboy is my question. Like, isn't it just... I haven't... You know what? Admittedly, as much as Playboy is an iconic, you know, term and name and it's associated with, you know centerfolds and <laughs> naked girls i have never actually bought a playboy in my entire life and I, I don't think i've even actually looked through one like i've never read the article some people say they read playboy for the articles right i've never i've never seen anything on playboy like i've never read anything from playboy i've never i just know the bunny right the bunny and i've, I've watched the house bunny <laughs> if that counts but i've never like cared about playboy at all so it makes me wonder maybe cardi b will fix that right so According to Cardi B is a creative genius and we are absolutely thrilled and honored to bring her immense talent. Through her unapologetic commitment to free expression, her dedication to lifting up artistic voice and her celebration of sex and body positivity. Okay. But what does that mean? Like what exactly will you do as creative director of Playboy? Because like I said, I don't, I don't read it so I don't know. But isn't it just naked chicks? For the most part, like how can you, <laughs> what, what, how much cr- more creative can you be? I mean, maybe the costumes, the background, the, the articles, maybe I don't know. Yeah, just just make you think. I feel like I could be a creative director of, of Playboy. That I, you know, I've seen boobs. I feel like I could do it. I'm probably just uh, underselling. <laughs> I'm probably just uh, underselling the job description. It's probably really difficult. Maybe, maybe is it? 
Is it? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Nothing against Cardi B. I think she's going to do great. But I feel like I could do that too. Give me a chance, Playboy. Okay, sideline. I also follow a... um. Instagram page. I think I can get a lot of info here as well called Sideline Sources. So it kind of shows you headlines. I have to do research. I don't know if any of this is true anyway. Uh, so apparently Meta, so Meta, the, the Facebook, you know, Facebook now with Meta is being sued for $150 billion. What's new? I don't care about that. Um, anything. Drake has withdrawn his nominations for the 2022 Grammy Awards. Whoa. Okay. That's interesting. Let's find out why. Oh, shit, my phone. Drake, Grammy, withdraw. See, I like to do my keyword searches. Let's find out why Drake did that. Drake will not compete in the Grammy Awards this year and withdrew his nominations from two categories, Best Rap Album and Best Rap Performance. According to Variety, the Grammys honored the request and removed the album Certified Lover Boy, which I haven't listened to, by the way, and the song Way Too Sexy. But why? Let's figure it out. Let's see. Let's learn something new. Uh, according to Variety, okay, the category move forward, blah, blah, blah. The motivation behind the withdrawal is still unclear. Probably not to get pregnant. Uh, according to the New York Times, this isn't the first time he has avoided the Grammys, blah, blah, blah. Ew, so no, no uh, reason why. Maybe it's because, maybe it's a stand against something. Who knows? But Drake's won so many Grammys. It's not like Eminem, right? Or wherever. Like, who was it? Was it Eminem that boycotted the, or maybe it was the Oscars. I don't remember. I can understand, like, why some rappers might not, you know, but Drake, he's like, he wins that shit all the time, right? Doesn't he? How many? Let's see. Drake Grammy Awards. He must have so many. Look at this. I Googled it. He has so many. Like, I can't, I have to scroll the screen to see how many fucking rap awards he has. Oh my goodness. Drake has won 190, not Grammy, but he's won a whole 192 awards, including, oh, he's only won four Grammys. Oh, never mind. The hell? What are all these other things that I see here? Oh, just nominations, probably. Well, he's won four Grammys, so I don't see, he probably doesn't want to win anymore, right? Okay. What else? What else have I seen here on this Instagram page? Anything worth talking about? See, I, sh- I should have been more prepared for this. Uh, oh, 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 do you guys see the new trailer? For Sonic the Hedgehog 2? I haven't even really seen Sonic the Hedgehog 1. But, dude, the second one looks dope, bro. The trailer looks so good. They introduced Tails and Knuckles. And you know what? This is, for me, what I think a video game movie should be. I haven't seen it yet. But just just seeing from the trailer alone, I feel like if more movies follow in this suit where you, you, you bring the characters to life... And they look like their characters. I'm glad because you remember everyone hated the first version of Sonic. So many people complained that they actually made him look like the character. And it look how well the movie did. They got greenlit for a sequel. Like, I, you know, if they make a movie like this for, I don't know, like Crash Bandicoot. I, I can't really like Spyro. I don't know, I'm trying to think of of video game characters that could be made. Like, oh, oh like Jack and Daxter, right? Or Ratchet and Clank. I know they they have movies like that, but they weren't very good because they didn't really. I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. That's why I could never be creative director of Playboy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, go watch the trailer. It looks really dope, and uh, I cannot wait for Spy. Oh, I, did I tell you guys I watched Venom, the second one? Hated it. Sucks. <laughs> but and I will. I will. I will. I will spoil this one. At the end of Venom 2, 
Okay, you can you can turn it off now if you want or skip skip just thirty seconds. By the end of Venom Two, they bring in Spider Man's Tom Holland's universe through a news report of like J J J Jameson saying like something about uh, Peter Parker and it's Tom Holland's Peter Parker. So take that as you will. I don't know how they're gonna bring that into the universe, but that's the only reason I'm probably gonna ever be invested in the Venom movies because ugh. That movie sucks, bro. Man, that movie was garbage. Ah, yeah, how long have I been recording? 23 minutes? Yeah, 23 minutes is good. Mm, oh, so on my, I keep forgetting because I already talked about it, but I didn't release it because it didn't record well. So over the weekend, last week, I had a gig. Uh, I had a hosting gig. Actually, I had a couple. But yeah, it was nice to have some hosting gigs back. Uh, shout out to this TD Cinex team. It was cool because some members of the team like who work for that company. I don't know them, but they actually messaged me during the event and said like, "Hey JC, you're our host. Uh, I didn't know you were our host. You're doing a great job. Thank you so much." Which was really nice to hear. And yeah, I'm just glad I have work. Axie Infinity, fuck is going on with Axie Infinity, huh? It's still the SLP prizes, man. Come on, bro. Um but yeah, I I I don't know. I don't know if there's anything else worth worth talking about. I'll probably just be on Call of Duty for a little bit longer this week. Uh, I might watch a movie again in the theaters next week. Who knows? And I probably will plan to go on Pampanga, go to Pampanga for maybe the foreseeable future. But I'll still be here in the Philippines. So yeah, that, that I think is the, uh, the podcast for today. Thank you to everyone who listened. Feel free to message me on Tevez of the Best if you have any, uh, pertinent questions or concerns about the podcast. Um, let me know also if what else you want me to talk about. I, I feel like I did a pretty solid job today, you know, just talking about my life. But yeah, hello the show. We should be back this week, I promise. Because uh, well, a because we have a sponsor, but b because we 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 missed a week and we we've never missed two weeks. So rest assured, it's coming out. Okay, uh, take care, enjoy the your weekend, live it up, and I'll catch you all. Say it with me later. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 